And the son of the prophet said to Elisha, See now, the place where we dwell with you is too small for us. Please let us go to the Jordan. Let every man take a beam from there and let us make there a place where we may dwell. So he answered, go. Then he said, please consent to go with your servants. And he answered and said, I will go. So he went with them, and when they came to the Jordan, they cut down the trees. But as one was cutting down a tree, the iron axe head fell into the water. And he cried out and said, Alas, master, for it was borrowed. So the man of God said, Where did it fall? And he showed him showed him the place. So he cut off a stick and threw it in there, and he made the iron to float. Therefore he said, Pick it up for yourself. So he reached out his hand and took it. Amen. I pray as the Lord God brings forth our blessings this morning that they will not pass us by and that we will reach out this morning. We will not go back to sleep without we will reach out in the spirit. We will reach out in faith this morning and we will take our blessings. We will take our miracles this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And the son of the prophet said to Elisha, the Hebrew for Elisha is say God is savior. That's the meaning of Elisha. And El in Hebrew means God and Yasha means help or savior. Praise the Lord. So Elisha here typifies the Lord Jesus Christ. And he has these students underneath him, his disciples. And they're seeing that the place is too small. I pray that the Lord God will enlarge our, our course this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. And I pray that by faith we will see the enlargement. We will take it in Jesus' name, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Where God meets faith, faith meets power. Power demonstrates. Where God meets faith, faith meets power. And power demonstrates. I pray that the Lord this morning will meet faith in every one of us. That our faith will be high this morning in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, he anoint my head with fresh oil. Our adventure, our faith has looked warm. Our faith has gone down. I pray that the anointing of the almighty God upon this altar, upon this platform, will touch and reach out to everyone joined this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. The mighty name of Jesus. God is able. God is watching over you. I want to encourage us. Whatever you lay your hands to do, if we know that we know that we know we are Christians and we are right with God, Psalm 24, 4, he that has a pure heart and clean hand shall enter the presence of God. Zachariah, went into the presence of God to to do his his sacrifice, to offer sacrifice unto God. Zachariah's time only came around once in once it during his 2040 priest back then. It would be a year before Zachariah would enter that place again, into the presence, into the court of our God. There is a difference between in the gates of God and the courts of God. I want us to be aware every morning on this platform, every time we enter church, we are entering the presence of Jehovah. We are entering into the presence, into the courts. Zachariah was answered. 
Zachariah met with God and God met with Zacharias reverent his zeal, his righteousness, his awe for God. These young men, these young disciples of Elisha, they are sharp, they are together. There is unity, there is, there is communion there. There is a eagerness, there is a hunger there for the work of God. I pray that God who is watching over us is the same God that is able, that raised the iron axe head, is able to sharpen every us where we have lost the edge in Jesus' name. God is able to sharpen us where we have lost the edge for prayer. We have lost the edge to physically attend church. Mrs. G isn't going to church. I don't need to go. I go on Zoom. Where is our edge for the presence of God? Where is our edge for the love of God in the building and in the service of God? Where is our edge? Where have we lost our edge to fast? Where have we lost our edge for intercession? Wherever we have lost it, let us go before God this morning because he is able to sharpen. He is able to lift again. He is able to revive again that edge that has gone down we pray this morning on this prayer line before we leave this morning that we all should be sharpened in the spirit in the name of jesus Amen. number two god is able to restore iron does not swim iron cannot swim yes wood a stick will float down a river anytime even if, if it was to be, the iron should be on top and lifting the stick. But for a light stick, a rod to lift the iron, there has to be something in that stick. The, Moses was told, lift up the rod. Imagine a stick opening the Red Sea. The Lord God Almighty was in the stick. The anointing of the presence of God. Remember Gehazi, Elisha, the same Elisha in chapter 4 said to Gehazi, take the rod, get yourself ready for the journey. And Gehazi got himself ready physically. Gehazi was always ready physically because Elisha said, see what the woman needs. They didn't ask to need to ask Gehazi the second time because we know from, from, um, from Naaman that Gehazi's eyes was always carnal. His eyes was on the material and the money when they went with Naaman. This time also, he said, take my rod, go and lay it on the child. Gehazi ran down, he said, don't look right, don't look left, don't talk to anyone. He knew his character, that he would be all over the place with his eyes. But there was no action. Elisha had to come down and lay himself upon the child. And when he touched that child with his hands and his mouth to mouth, the child came back alive. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, wherever we have become lukewarm, wherever we have lost the anointing, I pray God show us mercy this morning in Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I pray this morning for a new beginning in our lives, Amen. from carnal to spiritual in Jesus' name, Amen. that we will take our eyes off, 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 the, off the carnal, off the physical, and put our eyes upon Jesus in the Amen. mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Alicia, or God did an extraordinary miracle through Alicia. God did an extraordinary, not ordinary. This is extraordinary beyond understanding that iron should come from the bottom of a river and flow. We pray this morning that as we pray and as we expect and as we believe God to do the unbelievable, 
as we believe God to do the impossible, to do the extraordinary, that it shall be done today in our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. There are only 48 days left in this year. And by reason of the anointing of God, again, I say, uh, the reason of the anointing of God upon this order, upon this platform this morning, that there shall be a demonstration of the power of God in your situation in Jesus' name. Amen. There shall be an extraordinary turnaround in your situation in Jesus' name. Amen. In your health, in your marriage, in your home, in your academics, in your focus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. If God could restore back a lump of iron from the bottom of a river, how much more can God restore back his own children? How much more can God restore back our commitment? How much more can God restore back his shepherd to his own side? How much can he restore you and I back to his original plan? It doesn't matter what the devil has tried, how our axe head has fallen off, how our anointing has gone, how our anointing has become lukewarm. God is able. God is able. And God is watching over his own. Remember, God is watching over you. Have hope. Have hope in God. Do not let go of his hand. Hold on to his hand. Praise the Lord. Amen. Lazarus was dead. Lazarus was sick and dead. Lazarus was gone beyond resurrection by any human common sense, by any human reasoning. Yet the power of God raised him up and restored him back, restored life back to his mortal body. Again, I say, wow, it doesn't matter how low we have gone. God is watching over you. God Amen. is able. God is Amen. able to raise that sick child, to raise that sick organ. God is able to do the extraordinary. Amen. Amen. Praise the Amen. Lord. I got a phone call yesterday evening. Six months we have been praying for a young girl to be loosed from an inherited course, a generational course. And it concerned her career. Six months. The girl doesn't know she was in bondage. She is not the spirit of God. She hasn't prayer. She is totally cold, frozen. But my mo the moment I continue to pray, she wanted to be out of this place, but she was caught with the uninherited generational curse in the bar business, in the pub business. And they had business, but the father always had the business onto failure. Every one of the children have got out, but the last little one could not get out. As we were praying on Monday night between 10 and 11.45, a miracle, an extraordinary thing happened. 180 men and women voted for her to stay. They want to close the business. And 180 men and women voted for her to stay. 20 objected. She wants to get out and cannot get out. She's trapped. She's snared. One man stood up near the end of the meeting. One man, one, I said to the mom, that was Jesus Christ. God raised that man. And he everything and he said, I am buying this business. And all their jobs is gone. 180 people said, if she goes, we all leave. We all go. We all leave our jobs. And this has been dragging. Glory be to God, the girl is loosed. The girl is loosed. So wherever you see yourself snared by a generational parental curse, I want you to hold on to the Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to hold on in faith. 
The Lord is able to loose you. The Lord is able to sharpen you and make you discern in the spirit and walk out yourself. This little girl has not the discernment. She has not the grace. She has nothing because she is not praying yet. But God overrode, overrode her weakness and her flesh. And God did it. The Lord will do it in your life in Jesus' name. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Do you believe God is able? Do you believe God is able that no matter how far you have fallen, no matter how far you've gone away from the Lord, he is able to restore you, to recover you. Ephesians 3.20 says, according to the power of his spirit at work in you, he is able to do exceedingly abundantly, beyond our imagination, beyond our thinking, according, we don't quote the second part, according to the power of his spirit at work in you. According to your intimacy with Jesus Christ, so shall your power be. Amen. Amen. In that verse 1 and 2, we mentioned at the beginning, looking at the, at the disciples of Elisha, that they had fellowship, that they had communion. There was a eagerness. Is there a eagerness in your heart? Is there a eagerness? Are you planning? Are you praying? Are you together? Have you fellowship with our Lord? Have you fellowship with the brethren? How do you stand before the Lord? How are you planning? What are you? What is your burden? Have you a burden like these young disciples to build? Have you a burden for to they see the kingdom of God extended? There's a burden in them to work. What is your burden this morning? In verse 3, we look at where he said, then one said, please consent to go with me. They also hear a relationship with their mentor, a relationship with their head. How is our relationship? How is my fellowship with my pastor? How do I pray for my pastor? What is my prayer time? What is my commitment to my church, to the service of God in my local church? How is my communion with the brethren in my local church? Am I sharp? Am I blunt? Have I fallen? Am I loose? Am I borrowing messages? Am I borrowing prayer points at this point in my prayer life, in my walk with Jesus Christ? When did I open the Bible last? Do I open the Bible every day personally? Have I a burden to see Ireland saved? Have I a burden for intercession for the church? Have I a burden for intercession for the nation, for marriages, for missionaries, for schools? We can go on and on. In this verse 3, we see one, just one, with discernment coming into play. How is my discernment in the spirit? Am I sharp in discernment? Am I sharp in wisdom? We cannot do it alone. John 15 verse 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branch. He who abides in me and I in him brings forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. This one realized, no, we must bring the man of God. We must bring him along with us. Pastor, will you come? Pastor, will you bless this? I am going here. I am doing this. Pastor, I just want you to join me in prayer to bless this. And he asked Alicia, will you come? And he consented to go. Alicia is a prophet. Alicia is a teacher. Yet he humbly accepted the invitation and went. Praise the Lord. We need 
careful as pastors. We're busy. Yes, we are busy. But we need to discern someone may come. And that one may be the one. And that may be our testing. That one may be the one that may need our time. That one may be the one that may need our prayer. We need to be sharp in the spirit. Until we realize, like this one, that we're powerless without Christ. Without Christ, I am nothing. Without Christ, I'm nothing. With Christ, I am everything to everyone. And Colossians 1.27 says, Christ in me, the hope of glory. Christ in me, the hope of victory. Christ in me, the hope of the fruitfulness, like what Lady Cooper read, the bless the work of my hands, powerful prayer to remember. Lord, bless the work of my hands today. As we believe when we say that prayer every morning, I want us to believe that the work of our hands is blessed today. You have said it, and as you say it, so shall it be. Amen. Christ in me, the hope of finishing well. Paul said, I press in. I press in. These disciples are pressing in in the work of God. Am I pressing in? Where do I stand? Am I pressing out? Am I pressing in? Am I in communion? Am I in fellowship? I am, am I in alignment? Am I in union? Is there unity in my heart? Am I a woman of unity? Am I a woman of communion? Am I a woman, a man of forgiveness? Bible says in, in Ephesians 1.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's by grace we forgive and forgive and forgive and forgive. Offense will always be there. Offense, oh, offense, break it up. Oh, offense. Oh, I met a fence today in the church. Who erected the fence? The devil, not God. Jesus came to break every fence, every partition between man and man, between man and woman in the spirit realm. God broke that fence. Offense. Let every offense drop down this morning if we call ourselves true Christians. Grace, he says, my grace is sufficient to jump every fence. My grace is sufficient to cross over every Jordan of offense. Amen. I can do all things through Christ who empowers me from within. Who empowers me from above. Who empowers me within. He sharpens my edge. He sharpens my edge. Who strengthens my spirit man. Is our spirit man sharp? Is it sharp for discernment like this young man? Is it sharp for wisdom like this young man? I cannot go without you, Alicia. Can you please, sir, come? I need your prayer. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. Lord Jesus, come and walk with me through today. Lord Jesus, I may fall at any time. Lord Jesus, I need you to uphold me, to guide me. In the verse 4 and 5, so he went with them. And when they came to the Jordan, they cut down the trees. But as one was cutting down a tree, the iron axe head fell into the water. And he cried out and said, alas, master, for it was borrowed. Thank God we use axe in Ireland 
all winter for chopping the sticks. But glory be to God, today you can buy the sticks chopped and all at an expensive rate. But when the axe head comes loose, normally the owner will put little splinters, splints of wood around the head to tighten it. Normally in the natural, when you lift up the axe over your shoulder to use it, that head can fly forward, not down into the water. It can fly in the air. Glory be to God, it did not fly in the air and hit the person opposite on the head. Be careful how we fly with our tongue. Be careful how we fly with our tongue. Be careful how we use our tongue. We lift up our head like the way we lift up the head of the axe. And we open our mouth and we say anything of any manner, any way, anyhow, uncontrolled, loose. Borrowing the words of someone else. How does a child, child learn to curse? How does a child learn to steal? Psalm 91. I will dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Shall abide under the shadow of the I would say of the Lord, you're my refuge, you're my image. We are imitators of God or we're imitators of the enemy. Every child is an imitator of the parents. Children are sponges. Be careful how we use our tongue. Be careful how we give counsel. The Lord will tighten our tongue today in Jesus' name. The Lord will tighten every one of our tongues this morning. The Lord anoint our tongues this morning in the name of Jesus. If you notice the tongue is not in our hand, the tongue is not in our feet, the tongue is in our head. May the Lord tighten our tongues this morning in Jesus' name. May the Lord make us completely aware that our tongue is an instrument of destruction or construction. May the Lord make us aware in Jesus' name. Amen. The iron head fell into the water, and he cried out and said, Alas, master, it was borrowed. Are we living a borrowed life? Am I living a borrowed life? Am I living two lifestyles? I declare from today that ends in Jesus' name. Everything you owe will be returned by the grace of God before the 31st of December 2021 in the mighty name of Jesus. Everything that is owed to us, to you and to I, we declare by the power in the name of Jesus. As Alicia returned the accent, it shall be returned to us before the 31st of December in Jesus' name. The Lord will open the book of remembrance to those who owe us, and they shall bring forth in Jesus' name, in the mighty name of Jesus. It is not wise to borrow. Deuteronomy 28, 12 tells us, you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. Again, I declare this morning, you shall not live a life of borrowing. It shall end now in Jesus' name. I am not speaking about getting loans in the credit union and the bank. No, I am speaking about borrowing from your neighbor, from someone in the church, blah, blah. That borrowing, that ends in our lives today in Jesus' name, in the mighty name of Jesus. Be careful how we live. Be careful how we live. I was doing a program for a year, a church program. There was a collection once a month for the lecture, and we collected 
when I was thinking about it, it was just one euro. Every month, a person came to me and borrowed. But I got wise. I am not strong. I am very shy. I'm not strong to confront and say, where's your own money? I'm not. But I got wise one, one morning. And I said, let me leave my purse in my car. Let me bring in my offering. And the person came. And I just said, I have my own offering. That's all I have. Another, be careful. We need to check ourselves. These are leaders I'm talking about. Another time, vigil after vigil after vigil. Can I have five euro? Can I have five euro? Never to be returned. So I got wise. And this time I went to the end of the church and stood at the end to drop in my offering. Should I have to do that? Be careful. We don't know who we're sending out of the church by our actions. Where have we lost our axe head? We don't know who or how many we are bringing down when we fall. Am I ready to serve God? Am I ready to serve him? Am I sharp in the spirit? Am I growing in the spirit? Am I loose in the spirit? Am I falling all over the place when I am put into action? They put the axe that was followed into action. And it was an old axe, a worn out axe, an ineffective axe, a blunt axe. The young boy had in his hands. How am I concerning my brethren? Am I sharp? Am I smart? my spirit filled mm. am i ready when it is convenient or when it is not convenient when we are called we serve pastoring is shepherding a flock shepherds are expected to be out in all weathers ever ready like the battery ever ready the hireling can sleep but the shepherd must not lose one of his flock over sleep my spirit we need to look in this morning i am looking in as i was doing this message it was a, an alarm bell to me i love this message and i go through this message a lot in verse six and seven the man of god said where did it fall and he showed him the place so he cut off a stick and threw it in there and he made the iron to float therefore he said pick it up for yourself. So he reached out his hand and took it. Where have you fallen down spiritually? How far have I fallen down spiritually? Where did I fall spiritually? When did I fall spiritually? Matthew 6, 33 says, seek first the kingdom of God and he will add everything else unto you. When we are right with God, pure heart, clean hands, every other thing will fall. Even our enemies will become our best friends. Moses was put into the hands of the enemy and even the mom was caged to look after Moses. When we are right with God, we will be right with all men. Our heart will be right. This man, when he lost his head of his axe, he stopped working. He was conscious his power, his effectiveness was gone. 
and he cried out for help immediately. He didn't sit down. He didn't complain. He cried out to God. He cried out to Elisha. Alas, it was borrowed and I don't have the money to return it. Alas, it was borrowed. He was honest. It was borrowed. What kind of an offering is that offering where you borrow it every time you give an offering and you have no intentions of giving it back? What kind of tithe is that tithe that comes in from stolen money where we change figures in forms? I've lost my axe head. Lord, help me. We can never enter back. We can never, sorry, get back our axe head until we become honest before God. Until we become honest with ourselves. I close with the verse. Alicia caught a fresh stick. Elisha did not use the stick that was already chopped. He caught a fresh stick. The fresh stick is representing the cross. The cross is the only way back. The cross is the only way back. The cross is the way to power. If we want to float in this life and in the next life, if we want to float in the spirit, we must go through the cross. Let us bow our head. Let us confess where we have fallen, where we have let our anointing go by the wayside, where we have fallen into the water of the world, where we have fallen through drink, where we have fallen through television, where we have fallen through internet, where we have fallen through gossip, where we have fallen through a life of borrowing, I and mean, we were never aware of it. Oh, I am doing this time and time again. It never came across my mind what I was doing. Let us go before God this morning. Let us go before the Lord and ask the Lord for mercy this morning. Just ask God for mercy this morning. You can tell Jesus anything. Lord Jesus, where have I lost the fire? Where has my head and give me the grace to start 
Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus,
Father, we say thank you. Thank you. All you answer. Thank you, Lord. There shall be a manifestation of what we have seen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor.